Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Like, it's just wrap your heads. He is who he is. He's got an expiring deal. He's He's been here for 13 years now. It is what it is. But what puts them in no man's land is I don't believe that Moody or Kaminga is that solution as the number two consistent option because they're not ready for that role yet. And so... I think they're in a really tough spot. They're they're transitioning from old to young. They're not ready to give enough runway to the young guys. The old guys at times can grasp a little and can show you some hope, just enough to 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 feel encouraged and play them more. They're just in a really tough spot. No, we're gonna get the Richie Rich and Livermore and Miles and Fort Mason after the break. I want you guys to hang tight because I want to hear from you. I, I the caption say not happy after the win. And Miles and Fort Mason, not happy with anyone. So there's not a lot of happy people in Warrior Land right now. And I, I, I trust me, I get it, because I'm not necessarily pleased after last night either. You're listening to 95.7 Game, KGMZ, FM, and HU1 San Francisco. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, your favorite 95.7 Game for the best and most up-to-date sports coverage. And do not forget, you could also watch us every single day on our YouTube and Twitch streams. Just log on and search 95.7 Game. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you are there. It is time for King of the Hill. Brought to you by West Coast Men's Health, successfully treating men for ED and chronic pain. Visit westcoastmenshealth.com. <coughs> Sorry about that. You could edit that. My bad. Gather round. Gather round, all you fanatics of sports. <laughs> I was laughing. I had a skittle coming down my throat. It's time for Lord Bonte of House Hill I to decree the finest eight football teams and all the NFC. For this is... King of the Hill. Martha, you are nobody, my dude. On 95.7 The Game. I think that's the last time I had a Skittle. I was going to almost choke on it during a live read. Or not a live read, but a recorded read in Rattle's office. Eat them all you can. They're going to be banned in California like next year. What? Yeah, Skittles. They have this thing called like titanium dioxide. It's like super toxic, I guess. Good thing I've been eating that my whole life, though. So What? Check on my guy, Marshawn. Always, always like I mean, the what? sour Skittles anyway. Yeah, the, those are, are the ones. Yeah, the, yeah, red, the red original Skittles are like, eh. Anyway, King of the Hill, we're doing our top. Are so good. They are good. God, top I haven't seven, even thought of those in years. Top seven NFC teams. Top seven NFC teams. Number seven, the Number Seattle Seahawks. Seven. The Seattle Seahawks. They're fading, folks. They're fading fast. And I want to stick it to them this Sunday. I cannot stand the Seahawks. Geno Smith, DK Metcalf. Yeah, the throwbacks are sweet. They should probably go back to those, not those they, they neon highlight cool. uniforms. But they've lost three in a row. They lost to the Rams. They got swept by the Rams. They lost to the Niners stage given night. And they got beat by the Cowboys. Stick it to them. And then they go under 500 plus Jamal Adams. <laughs> what is he doing on social media, dude? How about you play? It's probably tweeted more than he's played in the last three years. All right. 
We got one minute. Okay, real quick. Number six, L.A. Rams. They're surging. They're six and six. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Number five. Number five. Detroit Lions. Detroit. I know they're going to probably be the third seed and win the NFC North. South Detroit. But they don't impress me. They did not impress me in that Saints game. They got out to the hot start, hung off from your life there. Okay. Uh, number four. Number, number four. four. Green Bay Packers. Four horsemen. Green Bay Packers. Uh-oh. Once they beat the New York Giants, they're going to be 76, coming off a win against the Kansas City Chiefs. And look out. Here comes Jordan Love and that crew. Green Bay Packers playing really good football right now. They're my number four team in the NFC. Number three. Number three. The Cowboys. Number two. Number two. The Philadelphia Eagles. And number one. Number one. The San Francisco 49ers. <gasps> the Niners are number one? Yeah, they're number one. How can they not be after beating down Philadelphia and Dallas by a combined score of 84 to 29? Thank you, Bonte. Yeah, there you go. Nick and San Jose setting the tone today. Uh, Miles at Fort Mason, Richie Rich, we're going to get you on the other side. 888-957-9570. What is your solution to the Warriors' issues right now? What is your solution? Is it lineup changes? Is it starting lineup changes? Is it rotations? What is your solution to correcting the Golden State Warriors right now as they win a game, although they were lackluster through three quarters, two and a half quarters? Kaminga comes in, flips the game. We got sound from Chris Paul about Jonathan Kaminga. What is your solution to fixing some of the issues that are plaguing the Golden State Warriors? 888-957-9570. That's what's coming up. Sponsored by the Inn at the Tides. Relaxing days, stunning sunsets, winters, magical, and Bodega Bay. Come experience it all at the Inn at the Tides. Winter midweek rates start at just $179 per night and include breakfast and a bottle of wine upon arrival. Book ahead at InnAtTheTides.com. I hate to agree with Steinmetz. This is Clay Thompson, and you are listening to the Morning Roast on 957. Elvis? Christmas tree. The older Elvis stuff, a little more. Are you a big Elvis guy, B? <laughs> yeah. Huge Elvis fan. Can you name one Elvis song? <laughs> uh, hound Dog. Oh, that. There you go. I'm proud of you. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Yeah, that's about it. But I, I'm not. Yeah. Huge Elvis. So I have this poster on Can my you wall. Get, tee up. Caught in a trap. I, one I of the great to, songs of all I time. I used to have Elvis Presley. His poster was right on my wall. Next to Tupac Shakur was Elvis and then Tupac. Well, they did both I'm, die I'm, in very I'm, I'm, I'm tragic kidding. ways. I'm kidding. I heard the Elvis movie was good though. Well, Elvis was an icon. He obviously stole a lot of people's stuff. And yeah. was, but 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 Elvis is an icon, and he was also a, a movie uh, star. There, there's a certain segment of American population that views Elvis as God. You know, a lot of hard feelings. I think though too, because he took a lot from the African American community it's when it comes to yeah. music, and yeah. then he only Staffing. got popular because he's white and yes. good looking. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So they hear. I understand. Right here, but Great I, moves, I, I always thought it was weird that when people would walk around and dress like Elvis. Oh, I saw a couple like of them the in Vegas. Elvises. Like I don't get that. Okay, so so I don't the, I don't get it. And and then they talk to him. How are you doing? Yeah, they it's do me. the whole. Yeah, With the hair and everything, very odd. Was there a conspiracy theory well, that he's still alive or something? Or? What's no? Well, he he passed oh. away. He oh, okay. overdosed. Like the top, um, like the Tupac stuff. Yeah, but no. Well, like Tupac, Tupac in Cuba was right in now. Cuba. I mean, come on, yeah, I've seen I, pictures. All right, Eric, no, but <laughs> that's a joke. Uh, the the one thing about the Elvis Presley impersonators, they're very weird. But to be 
Howard Cosell impersonator, like Mr. C was for many, many years. Yeah. Remember that guy? I thought that was even more weird. Very niche impersonation. Like, what's the circuit you're doing if you're doing the impersonation circuit? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You get to fake Michael Jackson's. You get to fake Elvis. Maybe there's money in that. Fake Michael Jackson. You never have. You've never been on Market Street, then. It's fake Michael Jackson every day on Market Street. Well, those are called drug addicts. No, they're not. Just them. no. There's people out there being the fake Michael Jackson. There's a lot of them. You got the drug addicts. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not just that. Not Different everybody does fit all Market Street. Uh, man. You have more respect for your city. I love Market uh, Street. No, you don't. Midtown no, Rags, baby. I, I love Richie Rich of Livermore. Richie Rich, what's happening, Richie Rich? Being Shafty, my being Shafty, my guys. Good morning, man. Hey, morning. Man, I'm like you, man. I'm pissed. That game, they didn't do a damn thing to piss me off, man. I, I, I realize it's time. Like, you got to change that rotation. Wigs your ass on the bench, man. When you got a, a bunch of rooks coming at you, where sh I didn't even know their damn names yesterday. And they was pressing you like that and had you on your heels, man. If that's another team, if that if that's Arizona, anybody, Phoenix, you're getting, that game's over at halftime. You're, so the boss came in here. He's right. Your phone was clicking a little. It was like uh, seashells. In the words of Werner. Like the, no, it was like the FBI. That's what I was going to say. In the words, they tapping. But, yeah. uh, you know, B, the boss comes in here. He, sl he swings the door open, and he goes, Bonte, you said it early on in the season. You said that nobody fears the Warriors, and you are right. I'm watching Shaden Sharp. And I'm watching all these guys. Scoot Henderson, they were going at the Warriors yesterday. No, they were. They were. Zero they were blown by everybody. Blown by everybody. Anthony Simons I mean, was hitting wild shots. Yeah, he was hitting wild shots. He was ten to twenty-seven as well. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, but you know, I was talking. I was texting with Chad Dewing before the game. Oh yeah, Chad Dewing, our boy from Rip City Radio. Yeah. Next time they play the Blazers, we'll have Chad on. Flight ninety-five uh, seven, <laughs> dude. He, now that's the name. I <laughs> so Chad Dewing, I was texting him. I was texting him before the game. I said, "So Scoot's back." I mean, he came back against Utah last Saturday, scored seventeen. That's where Jeremy Grant. And by the way, Jeremy Grant didn't even play. You know what? Gosh, Scoots? Jeremy Jeremy Grant didn't play, but. Uh, uh, he was bringing up this two Kamara kid. He goes, you're going to like Kamara. Now, Kamara was 3 of 14 for the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> but the guy was trying to defend Steph oh. Curry. He was trying to face guard him. He grabbed 13 rebounds. Him and he was active. This Kamara kid was. I was like, damn. He was like, you're going to like this kid. Surprising. And I was like, yeah, I do like this kid. Scoot Henderson, though, uh, took a page out of the Reggie Jackson um, accessory wardrobe. Did you notice that? Yeah, with the goggles. I the goggles, the, the glasses, the arm sleeve. I mean, he had all the accessories. He's yoked up, man. Hey, he plays strong. Yeah, he does. The bowling ball. Uh, let's go to Miles at Fort Mason. Miles, what's happening? You're on the roast. Good morning. It's uh, guys. Good morning. I was at the game last night, and if this is how we play after three days of rest against the <laughs> Portland Trailblazers, I'm very concerned. <laughs> Looney looks old. Uh, Wiggins lackadaisical. Clay takes difficult shots makes life harder on himself than it needs to be. So, you know, I keep thinking about that guy. We're a 43 team win brother, you know, that that's going to be true if we continue to play like this. And so we, it gets late early to your point, Bonte, that if we win 40 games this year, it gets to the point where are we just going to run it back next year with this same crew? No, if it's a 40 win season, then painful cuts, are right around the corner and to where we're already looking at the end of the tunnel, like midway through the season here. Yeah, no so, doubt. 
You no, know, it's a great call right there. And like we're watching the game back because it's it's on here in the studio, and it's you know three minutes to go in the third quarter, and it's the play where Steph Curry's pressuring the ball, and he's really trying to crank up his defensive energy. He had scored like ten straight points or whatever up until that point. I think he had fifteen or sixteen. In yeah, that, seventeen in, that, in the third. So there you go, seventeen in that quarter. Twenty-two in the second half. And and Kaminga comes into the, the lane and steals the ball, goes all the way down for the easiest dunk, and they slow motion show the highlight of Steph Curry turning to the bench and like, let's go! And he's clapping his hands, let's go! And he's like imploring the team to like wake up. And, I, and I'm looking and I'm seeing a, an animated version of Steph Curry. Very seldom does he show that kind of like desire and drive in a regular season game like that that didn't have the stakes... And it had nothing attached it to it. It wasn't quite as dramatic as when he did it after the All-Star break during the playing season with Kelly no, Oubre Jr., no. where he's telling them against the Clippers, come on, let's go, and they're getting their ass kicked by the no. L.A. Clippers. wasn't it's that. pretty close, though. But, nah, I don't know if it was that close, but it was, he wasn't because he was in their faces like, guys, come on, let's go. Like, that was Steph Curry. Yeah, on that the was at a timeout. In front, yeah. During the timeout. Yeah, you're right. So this is a little different, but... He was saying, come on, guys, let's go. Let's get this dub. We got to get going here. We're 20 games into the season. We're 9-11, and 11, and we're at home. We got to beat this team. So, it's look, the thing about pro sports is nothing lasts forever. We know that. We've seen it here in this market alone. Joe Montana got traded, for crying out loud. Jerry Rice moved on and played across the bay with the Oakland Raiders. All right, it was weird to see Jerry Rice in a different uniform. It was weird to see Ronnie Lott in a different uniform. The Giants... Look, to your point about last year, and I've heard this before, about not becoming the San Francisco Giants with the Brandons and with Posey and keeping guys t- a little too long here, re-signing guys like Dee Scalfani or whatnot. Joe Lacob, I know he's an owner who wants to win. And I know Joe Lacob, look, he's emotionally attached to this core group, and how could you not? They've helped you win four championships. That's just, they helped you win four championships. They're statue guys. You know, they're going to have their jerseys in the rafters. There's no doubt about that. They'll be retired, 11 to be retired, 23 will be retired, 30 will be retired. But at some point, even when it comes to Andrew Wiggins and Kevon Looney, for that matter, you got to have an uncomfortable conversation, whether it's the rotation, whether it's starting, or whether it's moving on if you can't handle coming off the bench or having to reduce role. Right now is not the time to be, you know, the mentals, you got to check yourself. As a player, you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, what is best for the basketball team? And if the coach comes to me saying, hey, I need to play less minutes, then so be it. So be it. We're trying to win basketball games. We're not trying to waste the window of Stephen Curry. We have a premium player, a guy who's playing in top five basketball as an individual, but he needs help. If these guys can provide the help, and I'm talking about Andrew Wiggins and Clay Thompson and Kevon Looney, then we got to look, we got to find solutions here. And I'm, I'm open to anything. I've said that all season long. Now's the time to be open-minded to everything. Now, Clay Thompson took a massive step back yesterday. Massive step back. It was not good. Andrew Wiggins just hasn't been good all season. What's the deal with that? He's the guy who we deemed as the most important player of the Warriors season. I mean, Wiggins has been on a milk carton. I mean, and, and that's the problem. He, that's a problem. He's the guy who's supposed to take he, Clay Thompson's place. Paul Pierce said it yesterday. Here's Paul Pierce. Uh, Paul Pierce on Clay struggling sissy injuries. So Clay Thompson was a, a, a great two-way player. Yeah. And I thought at first his defense was ahead of his, sh- his scoring. Then he became a dynamic scorer mm-hmm. who could still defend. 
Wiggins, I'm not calling him that dynamic scorer, but he was definitely supposed to step in and take the burden of whoever's the best guard yeah. of the night. If they playing Luca, uh, uh, Clay, go play, um, go play somebody else. Uh, Wiggins to take Luca, blah blah blah, right? right. All, All the down. tough matchups. Yeah, and he hasn't panned out. P dealing with the injuries, the miles, you know, all that he's been through. That's why they brought a Wiggins in. But Wiggins ain't took that challenge to where I need to be the second in charge behind Curry to where Wiggins should be out there giving you 20, 25 a night at this stage because he's young legs. He's still athletic. He, you know, he ain't got the same miles as these other guys. And he ain't stepped up. He hasn't stepped up. And then you get Festus and Mully last night on, on the Pulse Game show. Here's what Festus and Mully had to say about the importance of Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins for the Golden State Warriors is a key piece because he's a guy that can defend the best player on the other team. He's a guy, he's probably the next best playmaker behind Steph Curry in terms of ability. He's one of the best players that can come off the dribble, can get to the rim, and with that, you can also create shots for other guys. That's why you need Andrew Wiggins to get going because when he gets going, then he can do that for other guys. So right now, off to a slow start this season, but I think the Warriors, are, they're going to be fine. If you have a game like this where Andrew Wiggins has nine points and the Warriors able to get a win. I think as the team gets to uh, continue to build the chemistry, he'll, he'll get better. The team will get better together. I just want to see Andrew Wiggins get back to that Andrew Wiggins of the finals where he's rebounding, getting nine rebounds a game, scoring about 17 points for this team. Then the Warriors will really be cooking then. He's a 19-point-per-game career scorer. To me, you look at the, the top six veteran players, Andrew Wiggins is the one player, in my mind, that has the advantage athletically. Uh, he's in the prime of his career, uh, so the Warriors really need him to get back to what he was if they want to make a deep run moving forward. So can he get back to that point? Can he, be, can he get back? And I think the reason why fans are becoming impatient with Andrew Wiggins is because of what happened last season. You know, he missed two months of the season, and I hope everything is well with his personal life. Um, I love Andrew Wiggins. I love his personality. I love who he is as a person, as a human being. I love what he does for the for the entire country of Canada. But this is a performance business. And when you get the contract extension, the four-year deal worth $109 million, you have to become consistent. And there's just it just hasn't been the case. It hasn't been the case whatsoever. Can you get that from him? Can he become that guy again? I don't know. I just don't know. We know who Clay is. I mean, Clay's going to struggle, and Clay may have to take some minutes. Or he may have to come up the bench at some point. Well, I and I don't really care. At this point, I don't really care. Well, because what I saw last night, Shasky was infuriating. I, I know, but like the reality is, the double whammy of Clay having one of his worst seasons ever, like statistically, just across the board, um, and Wiggins having his worst season statistically across the board through twenty games. Simultaneously, it's just it's un they, it, they almost can't overcome it. They, they they almost can't. Like that's where they're at right now. And and so something's got to give. And when I watch the young players got play like Moody and, and Kaminga and Pajemski, are they solutions? No. But are they more helpful right now than than what we've seen from the other two guys? It feels like it. Yeah. No. I mean, it really but... feels like it. I I, I just. I, I mean, we can't keep ignoring it. We're 20 games in. Things can change. Things can flip. Guys can go on runs. You can have a hot month and totally change everything. But right now, first quarter of the season, Wiggins and Clay are having career lows essentially across the board. And the crazy part is, is Clay is actually not shooting as much as he did last season. His attempts are down all across the board, whether it's threes and field goals. So he's shooting the ball less. 
And it still just doesn't look good because he can't move the way he used to move. He just can't. He can't. You know, he used to play like Rip Hamilton, coming off multiple screens and just he was so dynamic coming off the screens. And now there's a lot of standing around in the motion well, offense. I, I was going to say, when was the last time he had a wide-open corner three? Yeah, it's been a while. Teams are and teams. That's the thing. He's so guardable now. I know that he doesn't have space to well, shoot it. So now, even in the fourth quarter, he took some her. Well, he hit shots. One. He hit a big one right? out of a timeout. Yes, he hit a big he, one. He, he hit thought, a big okay, one. maybe that get him going. And then he missed two. That it, just didn't look pretty. Well, he he caught one near the sideline, and it was a classic quarter. like, yeah. uh, I'm gonna throw this up, and everyone's like, whoa. It's like 20 seconds on the shot oh, clock. What are you doing? I know. And those are the ones where, like, you could throw all the stats at me. It's like, what are you doing? And then and then finally he went back door and got a – or right down the middle of the lane and got a beautiful yep. uh, little Layout. pass from Draymond Green. Yep. And I think his other bucket in the first half was a backdoor cut as well. So when he moves even just a little, his shots are better. Problem is he can't move like he used yeah, to, no, to your he point. Can't. He can't. Um, and then Andrew Wiggins is just I, – I don't even know. Like this thing – and I listen to Festus. You know, second best play. He's not your second best playmaker. He's He's – your most athletic regular player that if I throw Kamingo off to the side, but he needs to get buckets where he's going downhill. He needs Fess others is, to help him. But I think what Festus was saying, I was like, he can be your two-way guy. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I, your second best player. He can make plays for himself in the half court. He, he's a bucket getter when he's right. He's just saying right right now. Well, so I, I don't think, think that's he what makes others saying. But, but he's either. a bucket getter. He could go out there when the de- when the defense bogs down or when the offense bogs down. Hey, Wiggins, we need a bucket. Do your work at the half court. A little step back elbow jumper. But even that's not hitting. So right now he's not the second best player. And but I think Festus's point and Mully's point, and I think all of our points, is you need Andrew Wiggins from a couple years ago if you're gonna make a run. And right now you're not that guy. And so we gotta find solutions. He's shooting twenty six percent from three. Oh, I know. I know. Now, I mean, that's like I, you're I, in the Westbrook listen, zone. Listen, I'm listen. so upset. I'll dress it up. Entering last night, I'll dress it up for Andrew <laughs> I Wiggins. Love you so much. No, seriously, because it it does matter. Last six games prior to last okay, night, he was it? shooting forty percent from three. Okay, it's a lot the big better. Big game against Sacramento. Yeah, it's a lot better. Yeah, no, it is a lot better. 
He had the game where he hit five threes in a game against Oklahoma City when he entered that game five and thirty-seven from three. Well, he hit five threes in that overtime loss against OKC. So he it felt like, you know, going to, and that's and that's the thing with Andrew Wiggins. He had the adductor string, right? He's playing the best basketball. I thought it was a carryover from the NBA Finals. He was playing some tremendous basketball to start the season. Then he suffers the adductor string, right? He suffers that. Then he gets sick. He comes back. He's trying to figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. And before he missed two months of the season, he had a damn good game against the L.A. Clippers. Remember that? Like, wow. Okay, cool. Right before the All-Star break. There you go, Wiggs. That was almost a year ago. This is last season. Yeah. All-Star break was was February. Yeah, I know, but it was last season. And he didn't miss two months. And he missed two months. And then he came back, and it was just like, well, what do you expect from him when he's missed two months? Well, that I so, we all so, agree. But I expected so, but, him to be ready to roll yeah, this year. Yeah, and we all did. We all did. Now, Anthony Slater told us last week that, you know, the rib injury really eliminated his offseason work. I don't know. But i just telling you right now, he looks different. He looks a little more frail. He doesn't look as strong as he was a couple years ago, even last year. I don't know. At, at, a, three, at, a, at a small forward spot where you're guarding dudes 6'8", 215, 220, 230, 240. I mean, this is a guy who you could stick on LeBron James for crying out loud. Now, I don't even know if he can do that. I don't know if he can do that. So that's that's an issue here with Andrew Wiggins. He's got to become consistent, and if he's not consistent, his team has no shot. Um, I, I just look at it this way. If you did a fantasy draft, like a simulation on a video game, and you got Steph Curry and then your second best player was Draymond Green, that's not good enough to win a championship. No. Right, I, and I'm not, and I, we all love Draymond Green, but like, you, you just do, just do it in your head. If you're the other team, it's Steph and Dre and what, well, and what role I players? Know. I don't know. That's not good enough. No, it's not good enough at all. Um, you know, like it's it just, I'm, I'm gonna, and, and I, I think that they're, you know, in the words of Elvis, they're caught in a trap. Can't go back. That's that's like the only way to get out of this is they got to make a move. I feel like, yeah, because as a great Yogi Berra said, and Chris Muller loves this. It gets early late. <laughs> it gets early late out Especially there. Especially in oh, December. Oh, man. Uh, the sun sets at five. Yeah, let's go to Bree Bree in San Francisco in the city. Bree Bree, what's happening? What's up? Good morning, y'all. Good morning, Bree Bree. So, hey, so I'm going to take a different, like a different outlook on this Clay Thompson thing because I think he is kind of like the, the, the turn in the team. Because the Warriors are telling him, like, we might not think it, right? But the Warriors are telling him, you're the second best, third best player on his team because he's taking the second or third most shots, right? So if you're, so I think that the Warriors need to sit down and say, we finally need to come to a contract. Because when it's a contract year, guys play two different ways. They either play out of their mind or they press the issue. And I think we're getting the press the issue play. And so, like, if, because they're not telling, like, they just celebrated, what, the 11, 30, 23? So they're saying, we want you here. We love that you're still a part of this staple, but they haven't yet showed him. And so I think, I mean, Clay knows he's not a max player, right? But at least to sign him how they did Draymond, at least for the, the three years or whatever, and then after the season, if they say, okay, Clay, we should probably trade you, then trade him. But at least for right now, I think he's just playing for a contract. So that's my view on it. No, that's a good. That's a good point, Bree. I'm not mad at your opinion, uh, Bree. Bree, he is pressing. There's no doubt. Clay, we've gotten to know him over 13 years. We know how sensitive he could be. He reads everything. He listens, or people send him stuff. He's aware of what's going on in the chat around him. There's no doubt about that. 
And on one side of it, you cherish that about him because he does feel, as an NBA player who's making multi-millions, he does feel like one of us. Very personable, very just down-to-earth type of guy. So if anybody's going to be pressed during a contract season, it's probably going to be Clay. And then you add the fact that he knows he can't defend at the level he should defend at. And he knows he needs guys to create for him to go off. And if nobody's creating for him, he can't do it himself. His handles have never quite been there. And it was on display against Sacramento and the LA Lakers. And he didn't get space to shoot. And it looked bad. Very bad. Joe Laker mentioned it. Boy, it was bad. We all saw it against the Lakers. Boy, it got ugly. And so, I don't know if Clay. I think Clay's fighting through it. And he's a guy who we know mentally can really just be in a dark place. And right now, maybe he's in that dark place. At times, you see him trying to break out of it, break out of it, break out of it, because there is so much pressure to producing and thinking that he is the guy he was before the injuries, but he's just not there yet. So with him, as Bree Bree said, I think we do see a young man who's pressing, knowing that this could be the end with the Warriors, knowing it could be the beginning and the end of his career, and knowing that he's just not the same guy. And on some level, I understand I understand. I, I, I couldn't imagine being in a contract year knowing that I've helped this organization win four championships and I don't have it. Boy, like the day I don't have it in radio or the day I don't have it in TV, it's going to be a dark day for me too. <laughs> it's going to be a dark day for everybody. I don't know. I, I I always find this difficult to compartmentalize the average person trying to understand what the athlete is going through when it comes to contract money because on one end, you're like, dude, you've made $265 million in your career to this point, right? And on the other end, like we all can work till we're 60 or 65, and hopefully you get to work that long. You know, their careers are very, very short, and they want to maximize it and they want to keep it going and make as much money as they absolutely possibly can. I just think it's really difficult when when fans hear like so and so's in a contract year. It's like one thing when you're Brock Purdy making 800 grand, it's another when a guy's been around forever, and it's very difficult to understand that. See, but no, but I think I, but that's why, well, I, I hear you. Maybe it is difficult to understand, but I understand it because I've been around these athletes for a long time now, and I'm not taking not taking a shot at you or anything like that or at any fan, but they are human beings too. Sure. And and just because they make a lot of money doesn't mean they deserve all the criticism that they get. Like these like these guys in the league, whether it's the NFL, baseball, and I, Festa showed me one time, the comments they get as players is just salacious. It's just nasty. It's just, think about it. Guys go out there, Dak Prescott had to tweet at somebody because he didn't throw for 300 yards, and they're just ripping him because they're pissed off he didn't produce for their fantasy team or a bet. And he's like, dude, I'm not, I don't care about your fantasy team. Like, Think about what these athletes go through. From I can't handle it when somebody rips me on the text line or YouTube. So I'm going to compartmentalize with these athletes who do make multi-millions because despite the money, when you can't do what you love at the highest level, the game you train for your whole damn life to get to this point in the NBA and you can't do it and you're pressing, I don't care how much money you make, you still get, you still have feelings. Rich people have feelings. You can't just say, oh, man, I got $600 million. I don't care. No. Like, at least Clay cares despite all the money he makes. The dude still wants to play and he just can't do it. And I feel bad for him because he just can't do it. And I he's ju- pressing. I, I, 
Okay. So, but so I also so a level not, of self awareness to understand where you're at in the pecking roll, and it just it to me again. This is just my gut feeling. The way I see, just watching it every night, this team is bent over backwards to try to assimilate to him and get him in there, and it's at the expense of of at times some of the younger players, and so something's got to give here, right? And I understand his feelings and his desires. And well, his that's wants, what I'm saying. But I'm running a business here. Well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not saying that he shouldn't sacrifice minutes. I said it last Tuesday. He should have been out in the last 426. I'm just speaking from a human element to Bree Bree's call and following up that the guy's pressing hard. And I understand why he's pressing. He is. I understand why he's pressing. Because one, you know, Mully always talks about it. Mully goes, I knew when I didn't have it. I was already one of the slowest guys in the league. I knew when I didn't have it anymore. I talked to D. Wright about it. When do you know? We had Festus on before he went to the G League Combine. Remember that? Yeah. With Kate Scott. And you can hear the Fess's voice. And when he got down there, it's like, damn, yeah, but be, I don't have it anymore. When you hear from, again, I'm not pretending to be Mully, but usually, yeah, they know, but the rest of the league finds out before you know because the well, mirror's the, the last to know. Well, the league's the league knows. You know, I knows. mean. But, but the players know, and they're hoping the league doesn't find out and catch up to it. Now the league knows. The league saw the Lakers series. The league saw the Kings series. And they know how to play the Warriors. And so when you think about that, it's a depressing feeling. I, Mully was, I was talking to Mully about Indiana. He goes, dude, it was tough for me to even go to practice. You get to a dark place. I don't give a damn how many millions you got. You get to a dark place. It's a tough spot to be in, man. It is tough when you know you don't have it anymore. And that's that's maybe where Clay is at. So I do. So okay. shame on me for having empathy for a guy no. who's made $500 million in his career. But then, I don't care. So then let's let's spin it forward. Does that mean that you just keep playing him until he like? You, well, you're not going to not snap play. out of it. It's been not, 20 games. He hasn't yeah. scored 25 once this okay, year. Okay, forget the 25 that he hasn't scored 25. You guys want him to sacrifice shots? He sacrificed shots this year. If he gives me 18, 19 a game, I'm good with that. Which he did the previous seven games before last night. He was giving you 19 a game with some good percentages. He's a, a lot more efficient than he was the first 13, 12, 11 games or whatever it was. He was. I mean, I, I mean look, was he I, not? I don't think Clay has been one of the top four best Warriors this year. I'm not saying he is, Shasky, but you said you, know? you need him. You, 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 on one end, you want him to score 25 a game. No, no, no. But what on I'm one end, you want that, him to. That guy's not coming back. Right. He's not. He's not there. He's gave The 18 he gave me for a seven-game stretch before last night was good for me. 41% from three is good for me because I understand his limitations. What, I understand who he is. I think where we get caught up is that something has to give. Right, he has to accept where he's at to allow the growth of a Moody or a Kaminga at his expense. Well, that's and where Steve Kerr comes like, into place. What? That's where Steve Kerr comes into play. Well, and, you know and I also think and you know what? Last night may have been the start of it. Play well, well, that's what I'm saying. Mentally, you got to talk to him, and if he can't handle it mentally, then we need to have another conversation. And that's not going to be a very comfortable Like yesterday, you know, he, he he checked back in, and they ended up winning the game down the stretch. But I was thinking, man, I'd like to see, you know, I wanted to see Moody kind of close that game out after how he yeah. played in that first half, right? No, so, like, you. that's an example of, you know, he didn't play good all game, and yet they, I don't know, they, they put him in at the end of the game. And then they ended up winning the game. He made a big three. He had a big bucket on a cut play. He also had a couple of bad shots. There was some give and take. He wasn't all bad. He wasn't all great. And so... That's a game, though, where I'm saying, okay, well, Moody played better than him throughout the majority of that game, and then he gets to the final five minutes, and we go back to Clay Thompson there. So are we going to continue to do that all no, I don't year? Think, I don't think so. Steve Kerr said this. He said it last night, and I'll play something from Melinda Dibbs last week, but Steve Kerr said this last night about maybe changing the start lineups depending on matchups or just rotation changes. 
every night's going to be different with this team. That's what I'm finding out. You know, what we what we need each night seems to be different depending on the matchup, depending on how the game's going. It's hard to predict what's going to happen each night. It's also hard to play 10 or 11 guys. So I, I don't think we know. You know, I, I think I said it to you guys last week. I mean, we have a, a, a deep team, a deep roster, but we don't have roster clarity in terms of, you know, who's, who's going to play every single night. And so everybody's just got to stay ready. And I'm really proud of J.K., that, that he did that, and he was really the, the the reason we won. All right, so that's Steve Kerr yesterday. Here's he what was, he said on Willard and Bibbs last week. He was a difference. Yeah. He was a difference. And I thought the young no. guys alongside of Steph, no. for however many minutes they Real were out quick. there, they felt galvanized. I, I see somebody uh, on YouTube. Hey, man, we bent over backwards for Clay's last contract when he toured the ACL in the well, NBA Finals. Well, that's what he was worth well, at that time. Well, what were you going to do, not pay him? Well, Did no, you not want to pay him back then? He had earned that money. He nobody was, knew. He was worth that at the Nobody time. knew. Nobody knew Clay Thompson was going to tear his Achilles the day the NBA draft when you selected James Wiseman. That flipped everything for him. That flipped everything because in the workouts, and I think DeLon Wright was at that workout. There was a bunch of NBA players. And Darrell, we were talking the day he did that. He said, Clay looked great. Clay looked like a Clay old. Then the Achilles snapped. And now you got a different guy. You got a guy who's a shell of himself, and it's bad right now. But here's Steve Kerr last week on Willard Dibs on making changes to the lineups. Here's Steve Kerr's answer. The guys who are going to drive us winning a title or not, we know who they are, right? There's Steph, Draymond, Wiggs, Bloon, uh, you know, Clay. Like, those guys, they were the ones. Uh, Gary, you know, huge part of that championship a year and a half ago. So we know those are the guys that have to perform at a high level if we're going to compete for a title. So the guys who are going to determine our season are our our main guys, our key guys, right? Are the guys who make all the money? They're the ones who determine winning and losing. Um, I think our young guys are all developing, and they're you know they're 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 developing at different stages. You you try to help the development process. You fit them in here and there. But this season is about winning a championship. Uh, so that means for me, I am going to lean in to our starters. I'm going to lean into our key guys, and I'm going to give them uh, all the space they need to find their rhythm, to establish you know who they are. And once that happens, it'll make the roles much easier to play for the young guys. Um, if you want to, if you want to bail out on the old guys and plug the young guys in, then you're talking about an entirely different uh, goal, and that, that's that's now you're talking about the future. You're not talking about winning a championship because those guys aren't ready to, to do that. That's Steve Kerr's answer last week on Willard and Dibs. What do you take away from well, that? Well, uh, my retort to him would be like, because he said Steph, Dre, Wiggins, Clay, Loon, and GP2. And then I would throw CP3, who he didn't reference. Like, we're going to win or lose with those guys at championship. Then I would just say to him, well, then you're not winning the championship. Because right now, it's Steph and Dre are playing really well. CP3's been been good good for this team. GP2's out. Wiggins, Clay, Loon. That's not good enough. Like, that's what I would say. And I would say that, like, now now you're in denial mode because things have changed dramatically in a year and a half. Wiggins has not resembled that player for close to a calendar year. And Clay is probably not going to get back to where he was a year and a half ago, right? And Loon does not look like the same player this year. He just doesn't. 
He just doesn't. And maybe they round into form. Maybe 20 games from now, we're halfway through the season, and I look super foolish and dumb, and they flip it around, and they all have a great month of December and January, and it looks totally different. But as of right now, I would say to him, yeah, that's not getting it done, and I think you're shortchanging the youngsters. That's the other part of this. I actually think now he's looking at the youngsters through the rookie prism, and I'm like, well, they're in year three. Yeah. If they're not going to be ready to pull out of the oven as a lasagna, well, then when the hell are they going to be ready? Well, So now I've got a bunch of parts that I can't use. Like, then you need to make a trade. If. If. I just don't agree so, with him. I no, guess. I don't. I don't agree either. Okay. So, like, do, I guess well, I'm being well, confident. No, no, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't agree so, with Because I know a lot of people love to put words in my mouth, but here's what I'm saying. Yeah, what are you saying? And I haven't even re responded to it yet, but here's what I think. Mm-hmm. If he's going to lean on the old vets, I get with Draymond and Steph Curry because they're playing well, well, but the other guys are not playing well enough to win the championship. So you're not going to win with the veterans. If you're going to go down with the old ship, then you know what? We're, we're probably a first-round team. If that. Oof. If that. Right now, you're not even in the box. If the playoffs started today, and then we're, it's foolish to say we're only 21 games in, but I'm saying anyway. <laughs> It's a good chunk of the you know, season, it's, though. It's 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 a good chunk. We yeah. kind of know who they are. It's exactly, exactly. You're not going to be able to compete with the Minnesotas, the OKCs, the Denver's, the Lakers, the Clippers, yeah. the Suns, the Kings. They, they feel a little lesser than so, those teams that you so reference. If we need to recalibrate our expectation, then maybe play the young guys a little bit. But I understand what Steve Kerr's saying. If we do play the young guys, then the goal is not winning a championship. The goal is to get them better, but this is where last year comes into play. And it's like, boy, you could have you could have got them ready for this year by playing them last season. Now it looks bad that Kaminga doesn't play in the playoff series. No, because we the need, Kings we had to Lakers. play Jeremy Lamb. We had and, to. And, and, and Anthony Lamb and, uh, Anthony uh, Lamb and, and Ty Jerome. Thank you. I'm sorry. <clears throat> sorry. So you don't play these guys at all last year. So we kind of wasted the second season. I agree. So now they're not ready to help you win a championship. So, to your point about trades and maybe making a trade, yeah, I, I think I think a move needs to be made. Well, it's kind no of no doubt a shakeup needs to be made. It, it is ironic to me that we spent the bulk of the last year or so leading up to this season blaming all the young players for everything, and this year it's like, nah, the veterans have really let them down. This year, this year, the veterans have really let them down. I would say the veterans are more to blame for the fourth quarter collapses and just the slow starts. They were last year on the road in the first five games. Remember that? And we were on it, and we were on it. And everybody else said we were dumb. Everybody said no. It's the youngsters, the youngsters, the youngsters. And I go back to South Beach, Miami, where they scored two points in the last five minutes. When they blew the game in Orlando, when they blew the game in Charlotte in overtime, when they got blown out in Detroit, I could go on and on and on. And some of the youngsters actually have one of the more impressive wins when they went just, to Cleveland with Jordan Poole and Jonathan Kaminga. I, I just boil it down this like it, it, to me. I, we could talk lineups. And there's a, when I watch Pajemski, Moody, and Kaminga play, they just have a little more juice than some of the other guys out there. Yeah. It's very simple. Like I, I, do, I feel like we all, not you, but like we overcomplicate these things. Well, they're winners and their resume. Just watch the games. Watch the games. I don't care about the egos and the this and that. We're, the the, the owner spending way too much money to get this output. It's not good enough to no, justify not. the salaries that he's paying and the luxury tax that he's paying. And so something's got to be shaken up. Uh, let's go to Dan on Highway 4. Dan, what's happening? You're on a roast. Monte Shasky, what's going on? What's, what's up, up? Dan? Oh, nothing much good hearing you guys' voice. Um, I feel kind of sad, man, for Curry. I feel like they're wasting it, man. Like, 
if Curry had a bad game last night, they lose to the Blazers, and that's horrible. I know they won, but it just, it just doesn't feel like they won. No, it doesn't. And I agree with you guys. Need to play the young guys. Let them play, man. Let them play. If you got to move Clay to the bench, then do it. You're the head coach. Make a move, Kerr. I feel like he's stubborn. He doesn't want to do it. Like, he has respect. He's playing, like, he's playing best friends, buddies with these guys. Like, no, you're the head coach. Make a move, man. If it doesn't work, then maybe we do got to make a trade. I like Zach Levine. Can we trade Clay for Zach Levine? Well, Zach Levine doesn't play winning basketball, but I hear what you're saying. Zach Levine does, doesn't guard anybody. And he's a, he's a value shooter, too. He's also out for like four or five weeks. Right, with an playing. injury. So, no, let's, let's pay you attention, took folks. took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, come on with the Zach Levine. Zach Levine to Pascal Siakam. Well, God, he, you know what it is? It's, he's a name who they've seen in the dunk contest. Like, I, I end, I'm not mad. Look, I'm open-minded to any possibilities right now for the Warriors. Like, if you told me we could flip one of the established players that is making big a big coin for a couple of role-playing shooters who just do something very yeah. specific who expire right. at the end of the year, I'd be open to that. Um, let's, uh, squeeze I think you in. need to pave the way on the perimeter. Let's squeeze in youngsters. one more call. Let's squeeze in one more call. Uh, 30 seconds. Uh, you know what? We'll go to injury report. Gene, Sean, Robert, Tim, Casey, All Kim. of you. We're going to get to everybody. You know what it is. We get to everybody. We talk with you, not at you, here on the morning roast on 95.7 game. But up next is the injury report. It's time for the injury report. It really hurts. Brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. Oh, man. Zach Levine, Pascal Siakam, OG and Anobi. What other name we're going to throw? It feels like Pascal Siakam's name has been thrown out for the last four years. It's kind of making me crazy. What, Bradley Beal? <laughs> oh, my God. Bradley Beal. And he's hurt now with the Phoenix. He, what did he play, like two games, three games? Uh, I think we're going to talk to Crocker at 920. We had to cancel on Dick Fan because we're rolling on Warriors. We'll talk to Crocky at 920. Talk some 49ers. But Niners D tackle Eric Garbsett, folks, is dealing with issues with his foot and knee. Was a... And he was a participant in practice yesterday. I didn't know that. Uh, but Shedhead did say that Armstead could miss one, maybe even two games to deal with these injuries. And the hope is his absence will not last much longer beyond a couple weeks. Shedhead did also add that the issues in Armstead's knee are not ligament related. So that's cool. That is cool. Um, somebody said, Trey Bonte. Sure, trade me. What am I worth? Am I worth a six-worker contract? Am I worth a daytime slot? Am I worth a nighttime slot? Zach Levine. Am I worth a slot? You tell me, Donaldo. Since you want to trade me, you clown. Uh, an injury report brought to you by Boxer Girls in Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping get your workers get their lives back for over 40 years. What's coming up in the game? Sponsored by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. Continue to talk some dubs here. A lot of people here on the lines want to talk about the Warriors as we are not impressed with that win last night against the Portland Trailblazers. More coming up on 95.7 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And 
watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.